Good morning, Vietnam! Nah, I'm, I don't know. Uh, it is currently 12.30 in the morning, so it is now Friday, Friday the, the 29th, and I decided, hey, you know what? It's 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 been too long, right? Like, it's been way too long. I, I didn't do a podcast Monday. It's been, like, what, like a week now, I think, since my last one. Um, And, you know... I kind of, I, I, I want to tell you, I want to tell you all that like, oh, okay, you know, I was doing this and, you know, I didn't want to make a podcast because I wanted to kind of let it ferment, I guess. You know, I put that last episode out there, so I kind of wanted to see who was going to be listening to, who's going to be tuning in, maybe sharing with their friends, you know, things like that. I just kind of wanted to see how I would get like a reaction from it. I, I honest to God want to tell y'all that that's the reason, but, um... I just got too fucking lazy. <laughs> I, uh, I've had three days off of work, um, this week. So, uh, tonight, you know, was my first day back to work and, and, you know, what feels like a century. So I just got really lazy. I slept, played, uh, played some games, watched some, watched some, some good shows, but, uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh it's Friday the 29th. I am behind on p- making podcasts. I know. So um, this is going to be this is going to be it. Um quick reminder, this is going to be the 10th episode. 10th episode. And I w- I want to do this in like a season kind of format. So like this is going to be like this the whole um the previous episodes have been season 1 episode whatever, you know. So like after uh, episode 10 tonight, I'm going to cut it off. It's going to be done for season 1. And then I'm going to try and bounce back maybe in like a week or two for season two. But I'll talk about that. Um, I'll talk about my plans for that at the end of the the episode. I still want to try and keep this within 30, 40 minutes. I'm not going to talk too long. Try not to. Uh, You know, I don't do this edited where I have like a studio or I have something to like, you know, just kind of tune my my voice or whatever, make sure it fits my plate. No, no, no. I'm bringing this to you all unedited. My voice is is raspy. I was singing and and it's screaming out the lyrics to some good songs. That's unimportant. That, that, it's like completely trivial. I just wanted y'all to know why I sound so raspy. So this intro has been three minutes long. Let's get into the episode. So that intro was kind of, you know, just really charismatic, really, I'm hoping it kind of brought a smile to y'all, maybe y'all, you know, y'all have been having some tough days, and maybe just me saying something stupid like that, you know, could, um, would brighten your day up just a little bit, you know, um, but that doesn't set the tone at all for what this episode is going to be about. This episode is going to be kind of... Somber, if you want to call it that. Yeah, definitely uh, sad. Uh, not like oh, I'm in my in my feelings again. You know, it's not not that not not that kind of sad. This is more of what's been happening, what just happened um, with my family, my mom's side in particular. And um, so I'm gonna talk about what happened as well as a little bit about my mom's side of the family, just so. 
uh, you know, to kind of give some background information as to why I chose to talk about this in the first place, as well as hopefully kind of justify or uh, be a result. Like, so you'll know why I'm feeling, why I feel the way that I feel. This is more about my mom and her side of the family. I'm just putting into, I'm just putting it in, I'm just adding like my own expressions, my own emotion. So this was just like the little, uh, this was just like the little segment that was just kind of just tell you what it was. And then, like I said, at the end, I'm going to talk more about the whole, what I plan to do with this, the whole format thing. Uh, maybe some potential sponsorships. I don't know. But uh, yeah, just wanted to give you uh, a heads up about what the next like 20, 30 minutes is going to be. So, um, let's start right now. You know, I honestly, okay, I know what I want to talk about in this, but it's a matter of where do I start? So, I guess I should just kind of tell what happened on my mom's side of the family. We found out that my grandmother, so my mom's mom, um, passed away. Uh, she, she died um, last Saturday. And we, we only found out uh, this, this, this past Tuesday, so a few days ago. Um, I don't sound too somber or, you know, sad that she's gone, but, you know, my mom, she, I mean, I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe how she felt, you know, like I, I was, I was there to, to console and comfort her when we found out and, you know, all she could say was like, I don't, I don't know how to, how to feel or process, you know, that that's, that's my mommy and, and I just lost her. She's gone. Yeah, I've, I've not had to deal with that situation before. I thank God that I still have my parents, whether I uh, talk to, to both of them or not is, you know, that's a different story. I've already covered that, but, um, you know, I'm grateful to have mine. But, uh, yeah, God decided to, uh, to call them home. And it was weird because for her, she wasn't as... As, as sad about it, I guess, as one would kind of expect someone to be. Like, I mean, you know, you just found out your mom passed away. Let me give you a little bit of background information as, as to why she, she didn't, it didn't hit her, I guess, as hard as she was expecting or she thought would have. So she suffered not my mom, my, my mom's mom. I'll call her Nana, because that's what, that's what uh, we would call her. That's how we would differentiate from, uh, differentiate from my, my, my dad's mom, who, is my gra who I just call grandma. My mom's mom was Nana. So um, Nana suffered from dementia uh, for the past few years, I think two or three. And during her suffering of dementia, uh, my mom was pretty much not allowed to see her. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're like, oh, okay, like, it already sounds 
It sounds, you know, like, it sounds false. You know, what do you mean she wasn't allowed to, to, to see him? Like, that? that's her mom. Sure, she, she had dementia. She may not have been able to recognize her, but it doesn't sound like there was anything physically stopping her from going in, you know, to check up on her, to see if she's okay, whether she was recognized or not, you know, just, just so, so my mom could have, like, a kind of relief, you know, that, oh, okay, she's okay, she's doing fine. This is where the backstory has to come in. So I told y'all before in my episode about talking about my dad. My mom is a very independent woman. She's a very strong woman. And I'm so grateful that I can call her mom. She has instilled discipline, respect, responsibility, how to treat a woman, like so many things that my dad seems like he couldn't my mom was able to instill those in me and she's made me into the man that I want to become the man that I'm, I'm choosing to become you know as I continue to progress through life um, you know she's very independent with her mom having to kick you know, her mom kicked uh, so this is Nana we're talking about back then when they were uh, when they were kids um, Nana kicked my mom out of the house and I say they because she was forced to take care of her little brother Tim so my uncle Tim again on my mom's side um, just when he was a baby and she was only like 16 still going to high school so you know to say that she had it rough is kind of an understatement she had to go to high school to you know work two jobs and one of those jobs allowed them to you know, stay at the place that they were. I think it was like a cleaning service. Yeah, she she was like a she was like a cleaner, like a maid, I guess. And the the person was nice enough to to let them stay at that spot. You know, so you know she's 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 got all this weight on her shoulders, and because my mom's a badass, she handled it. You know, it got tough, but she endured. She fell down, she got knocked over, she, she cried out for help, God picked her back up and said, keep moving, I'm not done with you yet and you're not done here, you've got plenty more to do. So my mom has also instilled a great sense of faith. She has probably more faith than I do, and that's not because I have my own, you know, crises or thoughts about whether God exists or not. I, 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 I choose not to, or I've chosen not to uh, envelop so much into that. And it's, it's not a good thing. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm choosing this because it's better for my health. No, 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 no. I've just, I've made that decision over and over again to choose other things, you know, like, like, like sleeping or work or video games or a bunch of other distractions instead of trying to refill my spirit but my mom was the one that instilled that kind of that sense of, of faith how strong you know she is in it wanted me to you know to follow Christ like that wanted me to to, to do that right so um my mom is taking you know so my mom is taking care of uh my uncle at this point you know he's still a baby it's a family of six Originally, so my mom and my uncle are just two. There's there's four others. There's uh, two 
uh, her sisters, my aunts, Monica and Letty. And there was also uh, Uncle William and Uncle Joseph. Oh, no, sorry, not Uncle William. It was Uncle Lando and Uncle Joseph. So that's, that's six right there. Um, not too much happened between uh, the rest of the family, but I just wanted to bring that up because to say they, to say mom had a good sense of family growing up would, would be a lie. I mean, one, she got kicked out of the house at 16 years old, having to take care of my uncle. Um, two, my, th those aunts that I was talking about, um, Monica, Letty, while my mom decided to, to give their life to Christ and to give her life to Christ and, and follow in his footsteps, they decided to walk uh, a darker path. And I'm, I'm being completely serious here. They've been, the whole family has known that, and they've been very outspoken about it, about their, um, their religion and their uh, quote-unquote relationship with Satan. They're, they're, they're full-on Satanists. They, they believe that that's their God. And I mean, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing we could do about them. Pretty much they, 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 they kind of ostracize themselves from uh, the family, uh, mom's side of the family, and they became the black sheep. I remember when I was younger and we would, uh, you know, we would go out to eat. Monica and Letty would never be there. They would be at home practicing their shit. And uh, every time, I remember one time I asked, one time I asked about uh, my aunts, Monica and Letty, and silence fell upon the table. It was as if I had, like in Harry Potter, if I had spoken Voldemort's name, you know, like, they who shall not be spoken of, you know? So, um, yeah, and then my Uncle Joseph, he passed away when I was much younger. So, uh, you know, he's out. And then Uncle Lando, poor Uncle Lando's got, uh, he's got some sight problems. He's, he's pretty much almost completely blind. I only say almost completely because he can still somewhat see it. Uh, he, he just sees like a bunch of spots that just kind of blur his, his vision and just kind of block everything out. They're like black spots. My Uncle Tim has that now too. But uh, so yeah, there's just a little bit, little bit of like the family history, I guess. It, it, I know it sounds like I'm rambling, but I promise you, I'm not. This is all critical key. These are all critical key components for tonight's episode. To th this this very segment, which is why the the whole reason why I wanted to to make one, especially for you know the, the passing of uh, of Nana. So uh, yeah, I mean, you know, mom had to raise him. By by her by herself, pretty much. The rest of the family didn't really get along too well. Uh, so, fast forward now to uh, not present day, but a few years back, uh, when Nana was suffering from dementia. My uncle Tim and his wife, which became my aunt Evelyn, um, they decided to. For whatever reason, to not let my mom go see her mom, they explicitly took away her power of attorney 
uh, you know, like the title and talk to Nana about it. And or like what I mean is like took away because like, you know, it, it should have been moms from the start. Not because like, oh, birthright or anything, but because she knew what she was doing. She knew how she would be able to, you know, give out all the, you know, the, the, the money and the will and stuff, things like that. Took it from under her, you know, her, her nose before she could even really do anything about it. Talk to my Nana, who's already suffering from dementia, so she's not exactly in the best mindset to make a kind of decision like this. And since then, my mom has not spoken to Nana. We, like, before that, we found that, like, I think it was a little bit right after. Okay, so sorry, I lied. A little bit right after uh, they became, Uncle Tim decided to become power of attorney. They took Nana from whatever home that she was in and put her in uh, another home over by uh, University of Incarnate Word. Mom and I visited a few times. When Uncle Tim and Evelyn found out, they took her away, put her somewhere else. They didn't tell mom where she moved. They didn't, they had never told her if she was alive or dead. You see where I'm getting with this? So when I mean my mom was physically not able to be with her mom, her mommy in the last few moments, in the last few years that God was spewing life into her, I physically mean she had no access to her own mother. Constantly, the only thing on my mom's mind was, is she still alive? Is she okay? Every time she would try and call or contact Uncle Tim, hang up, put to uh, silence, blocked, nothing. Not even a, yeah, she's doing fine. Not even a, yeah, she's still alive. My mom was on the phone with my uncle Tuesday night. I They've obviously been at odds since that, you know, and the only reason, the only stupid fucking reason why my uncle Tim decided to take power of attorney away from my mom is because he honest to God thought that my mom was in league with my two aunts, Monica and Letty, the ones that I said were Satanists. So not only, okay, the reason why that is so bad is because one, they're Satanists. I mean, I don't want to tell you the shit that they've done, the rituals that they've performed. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to know. I don't want to say it, you know? Um, but they've also been very greedy. In fact, when they found out that Nana had dementia, the only reason why they came over to say, like, to, to, to see her is to fight over who's going to get what in the will. And they wanted to take more from the will. They didn't care that their mother was sitting in a bed right in front of them. They didn't know that it was going to be their last few years before her memory was just wiped entirely and God called her home. They didn't care. They wanted to know how much they were gonna get from the will. You don't do that. You don't do that. You don't, I cannot express how pissed off 
my mom was, I was, Uncle Tim, even you know, we, 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 you know, Uncle Joseph passed away, he died already, but Uncle Lando, when he heard that, we were all infuriated. So again, they continue to ostracize themselves and, and paint themselves as black sheep of the family. We don't associate with them. None of us do. Uncle Tim is paranoid thinking that my mom is in league with them simply because, you know, oh, well, the women, their sisters, why wouldn't they be? My mom has not spoken to those two aunts slash aunts of mine, sisters of her in at least a decade. She has had them call like they've called her just out of the blue and would ask either about the will or ask about, you know, some kind of Satanist shit and she wouldn't have any of it. She's like, no, you're not bringing that negativity in my house through my phone. She hung up. She prayed about it. She prays for, you know, she prayed for them. She prays for them continuously. But he got so paranoid thinking that, oh, okay, well, because she's a, she's a woman, because they're sisters. That was the reason why they decided to take the power of attorney. So, you know, when, uh, okay, so that part I was kind of rambling a bit, but I'm sorry, I got pissed. I, I, I let out some anger. Yeah, because that you don't do that to your own parent. You don't do that to anybody, period. You don't show up in their final moments to ask or to try and steal more than your take, even if you if you have it or to, to see if you have a take of whatever it's in their will after they after they die. You don't do that. That's so inhumane, despicable and disgusting. Those are my two ants. So, back to the phone call Tuesday that my mom and my Uncle Tim had. My Uncle Tim decided to call her and say that we need to get the family together. Mom's thinking, I haven't had, you know, contact with, with, with my mom, so... It's got to be, it's got to be a funeral. It's got to be. So she would ask. Uncle Tim wouldn't say anything. To, even in that moment, he said nothing. He knew that she died Saturday. Told my mom nothing. Nothing. Kept it hidden away inside the The little crevices of his mind and his heart. Figured mom didn't need to know that Nana passed away. Nah, she doesn't need to know that. I, I don't trust her. So they start arguing because mom's trying to figure out then why do you want the family to come together? They don't talk. Pretty much my mom has distanced herself from everybody else in the family because everybody else brings drama. Everybody brings drama. Everybody brings problems. Mom doesn't, didn't need or want that in her life. Didn't want me growing up in that. So I've never really had too much of a connection with that side of the family. And I know it hurt her 
and it killed her. But I thank her because she knew what she was doing and she was able to, you know, allow me to grow up in a, in a safe, safer home environment. Much safer than anything she ever had to endure with her family. So they start getting into a fight and I hear my mom yelling. So, uh, and I'm in my room at this point. So I go over and I'm like, is everything okay? They're arguing bad. I'm hearing explicitives thrown. I'm hearing you know, threats from Uncle Tim. As soon as my Uncle Tim, as soon as that piece of shit decided to threaten my mom, not even like a threat, he basically disrespected her. And he was like, you need to chill the fuck out, Adriana. And Adriana is my mom's first name. I snapped. I took the phone and I said, don't you ever talk to my mother like that. That is my mom. You will treat her with respect. I didn't even need to go into detail about how she raised your piece of shit self at 16 years old by herself, worked two jobs, had to go to school, had to go to college, dropped out of college to continue like raising you. And then this fucking asshole decides to tell me, no, 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 you need to shut the fuck up, Steven. You have no idea what you're talking about. I said, I need to shut the fuck up. You need to shut the fuck up. You don't talk to my mom, your sister like that. I don't give a shit what you say to me, but you will respect her, especially when you call on her phone and you're talking to her in her house. You don't do that. You don't disrespect my mom. You don't disrespect your sister. I don't know what I don't know what thought you had that made you think that that was okay in any capacity. So they got into a fight. And as Uncle Tim is, we all got into a fight now. I'm starting to pick a bone with him. Because at this point, I don't care if he's my uncle. He's a piece of shit to me. And I'll say it to his face. Do not care. Do not talk to my mom like that. So she hung up. She saw that it was going nowhere. She called back a few times, still concerned about her mom. Uncle Tim, the prick that he is, decided to disclose any further information until the last time that she called crying. And this all happened in one day. It was around like maybe 10 o'clock at night when she called me into the room. And I could hear the, the, the different tone in her voice. She's like, so I just got off the phone with Uncle Tim. Finally, he tells me. She died. She passed away Saturday. My mom is a very strong woman. One of the strongest people that I've ever had the pleasure and the gift of knowing. When trauma affects her, she doesn't shut down like most people. She doesn't let it consume them and take hold of their thoughts like I do. She reasons and, logic and uses logic to piece everything together. She sat down and she was able to piece by piece analyze why she was feeling this way, what she has to do. Everything was so precise and so planned out. That's how my mom deals with trauma. That's how she deals 
with things in life. And that is amazing because I know so many people that freak out. And like I said already, I just let the trauma consume me and consume and you know, allow it to br- uh, push negativity, especially in, in the form of thoughts into me. It's not healthy, but that's that's what I do. Or that's what I've done. So, you know, she was, she's sad. She was crying. Her words, you know, I just lost my mommy. But she was relieved as well. She knew that Nana wasn't struggling anymore. She wasn't in pain. She wasn't worried. Anything like that, God had taken and took her home. So she's with my grandpa on that side, my other grandpa, which was her stepdad, and my other grandma, again, on my mom's side, which was my grandpa's, you know, wife. So... We know that she's she's she, she's happy, and she's she's safe. She's in a much better place than where her mind, where her mindset and, and her body must have uh, must have been for the past two to three years. And she knows that you know it hasn't all hit her yet, but. You know, and I told her, I was like, it hasn't hit you yet, but it'll it'll hit you later, Mom. And you know, it's okay to let it all out. I just did what I could to console and comfort her. So, yeah, that, that that's what I wanted to to address in this episode. mom is you know she was so frustrated that Tim could do that knew full well that she is no longer alive and refused to give out that information you don't do that I don't care what the situation is I don't care if y'all are a close family you don't harbor something like that you don't keep that for yourself especially when it's not yours to to keep that information belongs to the family so my mom has been um, trying to deal with that she she texted me when I was at work you know uh, she texted me yesterday while she was at work and she was just like I'm just feeling numb today trying to talk and help her through that I don't I don't know what to say I don't know what to do I'm just gonna be there for her one of the things that I wonder if Nana regretted um all her all my mom's life Nana never told my mom that she was proud of her never I mean what child doesn't want to hear from their parents that they did good you know 
that they, they made them proud. My mom never got to hear that. That simple phrase come from Nana's lips all her life. And she won't again. She won't now until they meet again. So, I told my mom, I was like, Mom, I'm proud of you. And she was like, thanks for what? And I just said, for being who you are. Told you it was, uh, was going to be a sad episode. But um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this segment now and then we'll go into the, the closing in a bit. I said previously that I wanted to, to, to keep the end to kind of talk about what I want to do with uh, the series, but you know, I'll save that for when I come back for, for season two, episode one, and maybe like a week or so. Um, I kind of want to just give like a final message from me to y'all. Um, you know, my mom just just lost her mom. I was not really close with Nana, so I can't say that I, I, I harbor any kind of, you know, somber feelings. I, I just kind of feel what my mom feels and just kind of try and comfort her. But it's it's my mom that's really dealing with, you know, she's going to be dealing with this grief for for a little bit until um, until she can heal. If you pray or, or, or send... You're like, or you do good vibes or, or thoughts be with you or like, you know, whatever kind of positivity it is that y'all do to, to spread to other people. Uh, could you, could you do that for, for my mom? I mean, she's going to need all the thoughts, prayers, wishes, vibes she can get. And you know what? I'm actually going to, um, I'm going to end this with the, uh, with a prayer for her so I don't know if y'all want to bow your heads or just uh, close your eyes or just simply listen Uh, but before I do you know this was pretty much the the end of the episode thank you so much for allowing me to be able to to do this for over a month you know it's it's, it's been fun not gonna lie and I'm definitely looking to come back to you know for season two episode one but uh, until now that'll be it so thank you again for for tuning in and I pray that y'all have a a blessed night. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the prayer now. God, I want to thank you for another day of life. I want to thank you for allowing me to be able to to see, to be able to hear, touch, taste, feel, smell—all the little things that I would, you know, it's so easy to take for granted because of how how used, uh, you know, how uh, how comfortable I feel my little, you know, my little circle. God, I know you, uh, I know you called Nana home and um, I'm, I'm grateful that, you know, that, you know, you took away her pain so she's no longer suffering or in confusion. And I'm, I'm grateful that you were able to, to give my mom some sense of relief, even if it was knowing that you already called her home. But, uh, God, I, I pray for my mom. I pray for 
pray for my Uncle Tim. I pray for the, the Gutierrez family. My mom's going to need you to be her rock, to be her support, to help her endure through this heartbreaking time before she can heal. She's in mourning right now, and she's not really sure how to process it. So I pray, I pray that you allow her to express herself and be open with how she feels. Uncle Tim, I pray that you touch his heart, God, and I don't know. Maybe all I can say is forgive him, Father, for he knows not what he does. Can't say anything else because then it'll, it'll it'll be mean and it won't really it'll be a prayer. So I just I pray for for that family, God. I I pray for my mom's side of the family. You protect them and you keep them safe and you allow them to to mourn, Nana. And I pray and I ask and I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you again, guys. Like I said, if you could just send your prayers, vibes, thoughts, wishes, whatever, to my mom. I know she needs it right now. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and sign off now. Y'all have a blessed night.